Brooks misses. They send it back out to Robinson. He shoots a three. He misses. History made. This is the Locked On Clemson Podcast. You've got Matt Smith here with you. We're going to have some fun today. Of course, it's kind of been news-heavy recently with Clemson beating NC State, North Carolina, and Duke consecutively in hoops. Okay, so we had to go over that. We had to hear from Brad Brownell. Also, Clemson played for the national championship in football, went for back-to-back titles, came up a little bit short. So we had to talk a lot about that and dig into our book of guests to talk to LeVon Kirkland and others. But now, we can take a deep breath and have a little fun here on the Locked On Clemson podcast, do a feature, and I want to look back at the 29-game winning streak for Clemson. We'll have some news today as well, and we'll look ahead to Clemson at NC State to see if they can win their fourth game in a row. But to have a little fun, let's rank Clemson's 29-game winning streak. And by that, I mean we'll dig into the weeds and we'll talk about which one of those 29 was the most significant. Spoiler alert, that's pretty obvious. But maybe we can have some debate, have a little fun on the top 10. Maybe I've got one at five that you have at nine. Maybe you think number seven should be ranked number two. So we'll do that, but we do have a little bit of news to get to here on the Locked On Clemson podcast, your team every day, part of the Locked On podcast network. Be sure to visit Spotify, TuneIn, Apple, Google, wherever you find your favorite podcast. We are there. Lock us in and join us every day for what's happening in the latest in Clemson athletics. All right, so T. Higgins has declared for the draft. No shocker there. Uh, We thought he probably would And the call that was made against him in the national championship probably wouldn't be made on a Sunday or Monday night. So, I suppose that was a Monday night, but you know what I mean, in a pro uniform. And so T. Higgins has declared for the draft, and all you can do is shake his hand on the way out and thank T. Higgins for all that he did for the Clemson program, including starring in last year's national championship victory T again, big year on his way out. 59 grabs for over 1,100 yards, 14 touchdowns. T. Higgins was a touchdown maker, one of those players that Trevor Lawrence looked to in big moments. And if you think back, think about Trevor Lawrence's coming out party. On the road at Texas A&M, he made a big play, and the receiver on the other end of that big play was T. Higgins. So that was kind of... You know, the first of many plays that Clemson fans will remember, ones that will land on YouTube forever. And T. Higgins came to Clemson out of the state of Tennessee, and he finishes his career with 135 catches, 2,448 yards, and 27 touchdowns as a Clemson Tiger. That is a Clemson record for receiving touchdowns. So not Nuke Hopkins, Not Sammy Watkins, not Rod Gardner. T. Higgins will leave as the all-time leader in touchdown catches uh, for Clemson football. Outstanding three-year career with the Tigers. And we will check in with our NFL draft expert here over the next few weeks. 
uh, Scott Wright, NFLDraftCountdown.com. We had him on recently to talk about all the prospects that we were going to see in the College Football National Championship, and Higgins is certainly one of those players that he talked about. Uh, also, this note, it's come in. We knew LSU and Clemson were going to draw pretty good ratings, and they did across all programming, uh, LSU and Clemson was Cable's best viewership since Alabama and Georgia played for the college football championship two seasons ago. So this even eclipsed last year's national championship game. LSU and Clemson, and we thought that might happen. Also, some other notes that we, what we will do is we'll give you these notes and then coming up over the next couple of days here on the Locked on Clemson podcast, we'll have a little debate with them. But uh, the ACC Network has released its top five ACC players of the decade, and they have got Florida State safety Jalen Ramsey, number five. Luke Keekley recently retired from the Carolina Panthers, played at Boston College, number four. He was a stud there. He was one of those guys that, just had a nose for the football. Um, there's been some Clemson players like that over the years, including Ben Bulware and James Skalski, and Luke Keekley kind of built in that mode, uh, in that mold, and retiring at the age of 28, but he's named number four in the ACC Players of the Decade by the ACC Network. Can't argue with it. What he accomplished at Boston College, he was sideline to sideline, and you just knew he was going to be a star at the next level. Number three, Louisville quarterback Lamar Jackson, Heisman Trophy winner with the Cardinals and, of course, starred this year, had a breakout campaign with the Ravens, fell in the divisional round this year, so they fell to an upset. But John Harbaugh's a good coach. They'll regroup, and uh, I think they need a curveball for Lamar Jackson's fastball. Seemed to me the Titans knew what was coming with Lamar Jackson were able to uh, – Somewhat, somewhat hem him in. Although, here's a little note, NFL note, the uh, Ravens did put up over 500 yards of offense, just 12 points. So, not a lot of efficiency there. And this is what why we read you this list, the ACC Network's top five ACC players of the decade. Number two, Clemson quarterback Deshaun Watson. So, Watson actually comes up ahead of Lamar Jackson, who won the Heisman Trophy, and Deshaun Watson did not. But I think... Everybody that saw Watson play and perform in the national, listen, in two national championship games agreed that there were times, at times, Deshaun Watson was absolutely, unequivocally the best player in college football, which is what that award's all about. Deshaun leaves college football, never gets one, but he's doing okay with the Texans. And the ACC Network's top five ACC players of the decade, they have Jameis Winston. At number one, won a championship, didn't win a Heisman Trophy. Got some crab legs, didn't win a Heisman Trophy. We'll debate that over the next couple of days. And there's all sorts of news still to come uh, as we close out Clemson's football season. And we look ahead to Clemson's next basketball game. They're on the road at NC State. So Brad Brownell and company trying to make it four in a row. Does NC State this time have an answer for Amir Sims? And Clemson pulled the upset at Chapel Hill. That was history-making. But the other two victories have come at Little John Coliseum. Can they do it up there in Raleigh? NC State knows they're coming. Revenge on their mind. We'll preview that game over the next couple days here on the Locked on Clemson podcast. But as I said, a little bit of fun 
when we come back. Let's start ranking the 29 wins in Clemson's 29-game winning streak. What was maybe the least significant of those wins? There's a debate. What's 29? And then we'll go all the way to number one. And as I said, number one, probably not up for debate in that 29-game winning streak. But number two, number three, number four. I've already already threw out some of these to other people that cover Clemson football and uh, got a little feedback. And yeah, a little pushback, a little pushback. So uh, you can push back as well. We'll find out. We'll do that when we come back. This is your team every day, the Locked On Clemson Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. More pressure from the Blue Devils. Clemson gets it over. Newman. Clemson Podcast. Matt Smith here with you, and we're going to go over Clemson's 29-game winning streak. Have a little debate. Have a little debate right now, uh, and we will get everybody's thoughts on this. We'll go. We'll reach back out to all the personalities that you have heard here on the Lockdown Clemson Podcast in the next couple weeks, and they are going to let me know whether I'm full of soup or not as I rank the 29 wins in Clemson's win streak. Um, We just mentioned in the first segment, T. Higgins off to the NFL. Higgins has declared for the draft. He leaves as Clemson's all-time leader in touchdown receptions. No word yet on Travis Etienne, but we expect that shortly. And this released by Trevor Lawrence on Instagram. Trevor, of course, the leading candidate for next season's Heisman Trophy. He will absolutely walk out on the first tee next year and be the prohibitive favorite. As a matter of fact, the odds in Vegas have Trevor Lawrence listed at 7-2, to two, while Justin Fields just a half shade back there, half step back at 4-1. to one. Both of those quarterbacks on teams that have separated themselves in their conferences against their competition and against almost everybody on their schedule. Just a couple of Heisman trophy-making opportunities, highlight-making opportunities for those guys next year is they'll probably both be favored in all 12 of their regular season games. So we'll have a little fun with that, uh, and, and we'll get everybody's thoughts on that as well, try to project those statistics and what the Heisman voters are thinking. Maybe we'll even reach out to a couple of Heisman voters. I happen to work one, uh, work with one at the Sports Talk Radio Network. And I bring up Trevor Lawrence because Trevor posted this on Instagram. It's hard to find the words to sum up this year, but I'll keep it short. I'm thankful for everyone and everything that has happened this season. It's been challenging, unique, and a whole lot of fun. I'm so appreciative to this senior class and the two years I got to spend with them. I'm grateful to get to call my teammates family because they really are. Adversity teaches and shows you who you really are. I thank God for teaching me now more than ever. I'm also learning that life is mostly about how you respond, not what happens. So here's to a heck of a year and lots of great memories. Clemson family, we love you. We will be back. That is Trevor Lawrence. Letting you know he's not going anywhere. And I don't think anybody thought they were. I think everyone had Clemson as a favorite, if not the favorite, for the 2020 college football season. All right, Clemson just finished up. Yes, there is the disappointment of losing 42-25 to LSU. Okay, that happened. 
every now and then you hit a bump in the road. So instead, let's celebrate those 29 victories. Which ones resonate the most? Which ones stand the test of time? Which ones perhaps you thought were a big deal in the moment and they turned out not to be? Or vice versa, which one of these wins of the 29, now looking back, you realize that was a bigger accomplishment than you might have realized on that Saturday afternoon. You settled in to watch it at 3.30 and you thought, well, this doesn't mean that much. But in the grand scheme, when you go, when you win 29 in a row in a national championship, they all carry some meaning because you needed every one of them. So let's rank them. 29th on the list. We'll go through the bottom feeders first. And we'll go through the bottom feeders quickly. Now here we go. Right off the bat, I'm going to guess you might disagree with me. But I have the 2018 Louisville victory, 77-16, ranked at the bottom of this list. Why? I saw nothing from that Louisville team. They quit on Bobby Petrino finished 2-10. It was November. They had mailed it in. Everybody knew Petrino was on his way out. Half the players wanted to transfer, if not more. Nobody was coming in with the recruiting class. They had all the NCAA issues hanging over them like a black cloud. Now, Clemson did its part. They just used Louisville as a midseason blocking drill. Ended up rushing for 492 yards. All impressive. ETN, Feaster, Dixon, all went over. 100 yards. All impressive. But I still got it last. That was a JV game. Shame on you, Louisville. All right, but they're back. Doing a great job now. All right, 2000, number 28 on the list in, 29, in the 29-game winning streak, Furman. So an FCS team lands ahead of Louisville. Furman, 48-7 victory for Clemson. Nothing against Clay Hendricks, of course, who led his Paladins to the FCS playoffs again this season. I really wanted to put Furman higher out of respect for Clay Hendricks, but still is an FCS team. Number 27, Georgia Tech this year. That opening game, you know, remember Trevor threw the interception. It was the first game that Tech had moved away from the option. Now, Travis Etienne was himself. Etienne went for 205 yards on just 12 carries. And I do think Georgia Tech has the right coach in Jeff Collins. This was bad timing to open the season. And you know what? I, this is one of those I thought was a better win for Clemson in the moment. But now looking back, Georgia Tech finishes 3-9. and nine. We all knew they were, A, rebuilding, B, completely scrapping their offense. Just not that impressive uh, in the grand scheme, especially it, it's hard to put that win over any of the wins that are ahead for Clemson. Like Charlotte this year. Now, Clemson beat Charlotte 52-10, and I think they played like 103 players. But I'm going to give the 49ers some credit for the effort they put in. You know, this is one of the games I was covering. And they came in with a game plan. They executed it at least for a, a little while. They did a good job. And don't forget, this is a bowl team. Now, Clemson eventually overwhelmed them. As I said, they played like 103 guys. But Clemson had to pay attention. Actually had to play against Charlotte. So, uh, you know, tip of the cap to Charlotte. I wanted to put them ahead of, of Georgia Tech and Louisville because... You know, watching that game and seeing it up close and the effort Charlotte was putting out, Clemson had to push back a little bit. And uh, they obviously eventually bullied the 49ers. But, like I said, a little, little credit to Charlotte. 25 on the list. Another FCS program, Wofford. 
Uh, Clemson beat Walford 59-14 to this year. Always credit for beating a team as well-prepared and well-coached as Walford. Josh Conklin and the Terriers won the SOCON for a third straight year. So, and, and look, that offense, it's not a straight triple option wishbone look anymore for Walford. They've gone to the shotgun. They have evolved, especially under Conklin. They continue to add wrinkles. But it's still tough to prep for. And it's tough for Brent Venables to get those guys, hey, pay attention. Pay attention to this team. They could hurt you in the run game. Uh, and James Skalski, Chad Smith, they were absolutely ready. So credit for beating Walford this year, 59-14. to 14. Here's one. I, I went back and forth on where to rank this one. The 24th best win in Clemson's 29-game winning streak this season at Syracuse. Another game I was attending there covering at the Carrier Dome. I think we all thought this could be a challenge. You know, Syracuse had given Clemson issues the year before. They'd beaten them in 2017. But what a pitiful performance from Syracuse. We all thought Dino Babers might have some magic, but it was Eric Dungy that had the magic wand. Without him, Syracuse finished 5-7. and seven. They were just pantsed in front of their sellout crowd. And this game was over in a quarter and a half. I mean, I'm, I know I'm kind of – piling on Syracuse here, but I didn't find them very impressive at all. I, but as I debated this, I thought, well, how far can you drop Syracuse? You know, they're a legitimate team. They'd won 10 games the year before, so I didn't want to drop them below an FCS program. And it was on the road. And Carrier Dome, not an easy place to play. How about number 23 on the list of Clemson's 29 best wins in the 29-game winning streak? I've got Boston College this season. And I have a lot of respect for Steve Adazio and what he tried to accomplish at Boston College, but he really hasn't been getting it done lately. And, of course, that's why he's no longer there. Uh, but this BC team did have A.J. Dillon, so they go ahead of Syracuse. And Steve Adazio just simply couldn't compete in games like this against athletes like Clemson. And that's a major reason he's no longer in Chestnut Hill. So Sweeney and Venables, and you'll hear this you know, more and more as we continue on this list, Sweeney and Venables are putting people out of work, and Steve Atasio is just one of them. So I've got Boston College this year, 59-7, 23rd on the list. 22nd on the list, how about NC State this season? Now this was a rebuilding year for Dave Doran. Yuck. This fight should have been stopped in the second round. Trevor Lawrence went 20 of 27 for three touchdowns. The defense forced turnovers. This was over before it began. And NC State, much worse than I thought they were going to be. Uh, Again, same thing. I'd like to put them lower on the list. I mean, how can I insult them anymore? But uh, you'll hear NC State again. You'll hear NC State again. So this was just a rebuilding year for Coach Doran and company. Number 21. Clemson 29-game winning streak. We're ranking each victory in order here on the Locked on Clemson podcast. Last year's win over Wake Forest. I know there's a major talent gap. I know Wake Forest doesn't really have any business right now in the same conference as Clemson. But think about this. That was a decent Wake Forest team that went 7-6. and six, And Clemson last year with a freshman quarterback put up 698 yards on the road. That is getting it done. We'll continue this when we come back. This is the Locked On Clemson podcast. We're going over Clemson's top 29 victories and their 29-game winning streak. You can probably guess number one, but can you guess number two or what I think for number three? And you see I'm giving extra credit for road games. We'll continue getting to the top 20 when we come back. This is the Locked On Clemson podcast. 
Took a peek downfield, had a lot of room, that breaks the tackle, and is still running. Lawrence in a foot race. Will they catch him? Touchdown, Tigers! Wow! A game-changing play. This is the Locked On Clemson Podcast. Matt Smith here with you. We're having a fun feature today. We're taking a look at Clemson's 29-game winning streak including a national championship, and ranking each of those wins from 29 all the way up to number one. Now, don't forget, as we continue through the week here on the Locked on Clemson podcast, we're also going to preview the weekend game coming up, Clemson at NC State. We'll do that, and we'll check in with some of the other personalities that you've heard, and we'll reveal my list to them and see where I'm right and where they're wrong. All right, so we'll do that. So, so far, the 29 top wins for Clemson in their 29-game winning streak. I've got the win last season over Louisville, a team that quit on Bobby Petrino at 29. The win over Furman at home, 28. 27, the win over Georgia Tech to open the season this year. Rebuilding Georgia Tech team felt bigger in the moment. Now, looking back on it, I think that win probably doesn't mean that much, and Clemson How well did they perform? What does it matter? It was a scrimmage. Charlotte this year, where Clemson played over 100 players, but remember, Clemson did that against a team that won seven games. Took a bowl trip this year, did the 49ers. An FCS team makes it at number 25, those Walford Terriers. you got to watch those short-haired dogs. They're not easy to prepare for. And Josh Conklin's won three straight Southern Conference championships there in Spartanburg. 24 on the list. Top 29 wins for Clemson in their 29-game winning streak at Syracuse earlier this year. I made the trip up there to the Carrier Dome. Pretty disappointed in what this team looked like without Eric Dungy. 23rd on the list. This season, A.J. Dillon in Boston College. Clemson, of course, handled the Eagles 59-7. Steve Adazio's last stand. He's out of there now. And I think he'll be missed as a personality in the ACC, but it was time for that offense to evolve. But BC, the way Clemson's recruiting, and if Florida State gets anything going in Tallahassee, they'll be overwhelmed by athletes. Again, Boston College in a really tough spot. Number 22 on the list. How about NC State on the road this year, a rebuilding crew uh, this year for Dave Doran, just trying to find themselves again. And that's probably where the Wolfpack's future is, highs and lows. It's just going to be tough to be consistently eight and nine wins in Raleigh, but Dave Doran doing a heck of a job up there. This just wasn't their year, and that was a cakewalk for Clemson. Number 21 on the list, top 29 wins in Clemson's 29-game winning streak. At Wake Forest last season, that was a bowl team. That was a bowl team, and Clemson rolled up 698 yards in conference play on the road. That happened. That's pretty impressive. So that's why this is as high as 21. Now we're going to get into the top 20 here on the top 29 victories for Clemson in their 29-game winning streak on the Locked On Clemson podcast Duke last year, another team maybe better than you remember. Clemson beat Duke at home 35-6, but that was a Blue Devils team that won eight games and had a first-round pick playing quarterback. 
Daniel Jones had just 158 yards passing against Clemson. That's pretty darn stout from that Clemson D and Brent Venables. So an eight-win team, a first-round pick at uh, quarterback, and Duke could do nothing, falling to Clemson 35-6. to How about Wake Forest this season? Now, I know there were injuries to Wake's top two receivers, another game I was covering, but it's still impressive that Clemson didn't let the Deacons generate anything, just at all. Just gave them a knuckle sandwich in the first quarter. Wake, Wake was ranked for a lot of this season, but they never even recovered from the beating that Clemson put on them at Death Valley that day. And uh, the final score was 52-3. to I've got that ranked as the 19th best win for Clemson in their 29-game winning streak. Um, number 18, Florida State this year. Now, this is one that's probably tumbled a little bit in hindsight. Going into the game, nobody thought, I don't, I don't believe anybody thought Florida State could win. I don't think Willie Taggart thought Florida State could win. But people did think the Seminoles could score some points. They were talented. They had Cam Akers at running back. And I just saw Florida State tap out in the first quarter. I mean, this is the Seminoles team. They've got pro talent in every unit. You know, there's a pro linebacker. There's a pro DB. There's a pro offensive lineman. They couldn't muster anything against the Tigers. Offense, defense, special teams. Nothing worked. It was all neutralized. And Willie Taggart, of course, had a ton of issues in his time in Tallahassee. But chief among them? was how badly his players were outclassed and he was outcoached in front of the world in back-to-back seasons. And this is the second one of those games. Team finished 6-6, six and six, but was just a shell of itself after this humiliation. And honestly, I, you probably can point to a lot of things as to why Willie Taggart isn't there, but how about the gap between Florida State and Clemson in the two games that Willie Taggart coached? And I think that's a big reason that Mike Norvell is uh, going from Memphis to Tallahassee and Willie Taggart is looking for work. Number 17 on the list of top 29 wins in Clemson's 29-game winning streak. Last year at Georgia Tech, 49-21. You can already tell, I give, I give extra credit you know, for thwarting a funky offense. And this was, this was still Paul Johnson. Georgia Tech was again a bowl team in Paul Johnson's final season. And another vanquished coach at the hands of Sweeney and Venables. Clemson held Tech to 203 total yards, and the writing was on the wall for Paul Johnson. And you could just see Brent Venables just absolutely had this defense ready to play assignment football. They had the option figured out. And somehow, every year, Brent Venables was able to motivate these guys. For the last couple of years that Paul Johnson was there in Atlanta, motivate those guys Everybody play your assignments, even though your first-run NFL picks. Take those cut blocks, defeat those blocks, and make plays. Clemson did it. Held Georgia Tech to uh, about 200 yards, so 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 impressive. And kind of like Steve Adazio, it was pretty clear. Paul Johnson was never going to beat Clemson again. I mean, couldn't we see that? And in Atlanta, you just can't have that. Remember, Georgia Tech uh, has done well against Clemson over the years. But it had become hopeless there. So the machine that Sweeney set in motion, you know, over there in Lake Hartwell, just chewed up Steve Adazio, Willie Taggart, Paul Johnson, uh, and that option offense. And that's why those guys are either in different places, retired, or looking for work. Number 16 on Clemson's top 29 victories in its 29-game winning streak at 
Florida State last year. This was when the Seminoles still had hope. Remember, pro players everywhere. Extra credit to Clemson for holding DeAndre Francois to 3.8 yards per pass attempt. Meanwhile, Trevor Lawrence threw for 314 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions at Doak Campbell. So anything that you say that's wrong with Florida State under Willie Taggart, it wasn't the defensive talent. And listen to those numbers. Trevor Lawrence, 314 yards, four touchdowns, no picks at Doak Campbell Stadium. I know this wasn't vintage Florida State. I know this wasn't a Jimbo Fisher team. I know it wasn't a Bobby Bowden team. But those are staggering numbers against a talented defense. And Amari Rodgers had six passes, caught six passes for 156 yards, two touchdowns in that one. Boy, if he regains that form and Joseph Ngata keeps coming on, that could be your one-two punch. They could move Rodgers to the outside with Higgins going to the NFL. Ngata out there could be the one-two punch like you saw Higgins and Ross be both this season and last season. So that's a lot for Clemson fans to be excited about. Also, be excited about that college basketball game coming up this weekend. Clemson going for its fourth consecutive ACC win. Brad Brownell has them playing well. Amir Sims, a matchup nightmare for everybody, including NC State, and that's where Clemson is this weekend. We will finish our list when we join you again tomorrow here in the Locked On Clemson podcast. The top 29 victories. We're ranking each win in order. From 29 all the way up to one. So it's a count up here on the Locked On Clemson podcast. We'll finish with number one. You probably know what that is, but maybe, just maybe, there's a little debate to have along the way. So be sure to join us tomorrow here on Locked On Clemson, your team every day.